0: Welcome, everyone, to my Imagination to Creation series. Um, in this series, we'll have an open conversation with creators and entrepreneurs to talk about their passion, how they started their ideas and took them uh, from ideation to creation, and how they built their community of fans. Um, and I'm Shelby C, an intern and artist at SPUR. Along with me, we have D.T. Dutt, the co-founder of SPUR. Spur is a passion economy startup that is launched in 2020 with a mission to support creators to launch their business online and help them build their community of fans. Today we have invited the co-founder of Steam Engine that is run by three teenage entrepreneurs Nayak Nainika Nair, Sahar Sajan, and Shweta Dutt. The Steam Engine is a virtual summertime experience dedicated to educate and entertain children and peers with interactive Steam games and social activities during the summer break. Today, we'll hear from them how they launched and built their brand, the Steam Engine, and how they redefined the concept of employment and summer jobs, and where they plan to take the Steam Engine next. Um, Dipti, would you like to kick us off with some questions for the team?
1: Sure. Thank you, Shelby. For that generous introduction and thank you steam engine team for sitting down with us this evening to talk about your journey so um i was just thinking how about we just kick off by knowing a little bit about each one of you
2: okay nanika, awesome. you want to kick off yeah, yeah. so uh, my name is nanika nair i'm just about 15 entering the 10th grade here in Uh, Mississauga, Ontario. Uh, Some things about me are I like to play the guitar and I hold a green belt in Taekwondo.
3: Hello, my name is Shweta. Um, I am 14 years old and I am from Ottawa and I'm just about to start high school, uh, taking the courses of guitar and technology studies. I've been playing competitive tennis since I was six and have done Indian classical dancing for 10 years. And Art started off as a hobby, and I've been doing that since the age of four. In my free time, i like to do crafts and stream video games.
4: Uh, nice. Hi, I'm Siddharth. I'm also just about 15 years old and going to the 10th grade. I'm um, from Ottawa, Ontario. I play soccer at a high level, and I enjoy playing the guitar. And I play video games in my free time as well.
1: Thanks all of you um, and welcome to the session. Um, With that, um, I think um, it goes back probably five or six months, right? I think we started working together. I meant Steam Engine and uh, Sport team started working together probably five or six months back. And I remember having conversation with each one of you uh, with me asking, what is your passion? Right. So how about let's kick off this evening by talking um, about your passion and how each of your passion kind of sort um, helped you ideate a steam engine. Yes.
2: Yeah, so uh, so I'll start. Um, my passion is science. So um, since before I can remember, science has always been something that I've loved and experimentation and scientific analysis was just more than schoolwork. And I, I really wanted to share that passion with young minds. So the steam engine was my way to help students see beyond the formulas and calculations and really enjoy the essence of it, like how I did when I was their age.
4: Um, So for me, I've always enjoyed video games and the idea of making them with coding was really cool. And I wanted to share my passion of coding with younger kids to show that there's more to just video games than playing them. There's also a creative side where you can make them yourself.
3: Um about you Yeah, um I've always did art as a hobby, creating paintings, sketches, crafts and models um I've also made uh, stitching and it was just really fun to do and I see that a lot of kids take art as something that isn't as fun but I wanted to show like I wanted to show kids that art isn't just you know like something so boring that you do in school all the time there's something more that you can just see like colors and all of that sort and um also that children's imaginations in art can go pretty crazy. And I really like to see how children have like different imaginations, like from epic battles to like a vintage castle.
1: Nice. Um, you, know, you guys all have very diverse um, passion, which is interesting. Um, so I, you know, we have heard about your passion. Um, from passion, how did you get to the idea of steam engine, right? Um, why? First of all, I would say why steam engine and how did um, so how did this how did you ideate the whole concept of steam engine?
2: All right. So I started thinking about the idea of the steam engine uh, because of two really like main factors. Um, one of them was my <laughs> desperate need for a summer job. And I kept looking for opportunities online and, you know, in my community. But because of covid and the fact that, you know, I was only 14, um, I had absolutely no luck. So I decided that, you know, I needed to create my own opportunity with this, but I wasn't really sure how at that point. So um, there was that. And then the second factor was seeing my brother, who's uh, nearing 10 years old, and uh, realizing that he wouldn't really have anything to do this summer lockdown, um, or summer in lockdown. And I, I have a lot of little cousins, and I knew that they would also feel the same. So... Um, These two kind of like concepts along with my passion for science kind of came together um, in the idea of a virtual summer camp. Uh, So I I thought of that and I talked to uh, my cousins and my aunt and we kind of made it happen. So I'm really happy about that so um Nainika, um uh, was it you know did
1: that happen quickly or did that, did that take months for you to decide that no i'm not going to look out for a job but instead i'll do something on my own was that did that take a while
2: yeah it really it really did um i remember it was must have been the start of 2021 where i decided you know i need to get a job now that's what, what I really want to do with my time and i just kept looking for it was almost 5 6 months and and all of the opportunities i i just wasn't old enough and i um i wasn't i wasn't willing to to wait for an opportunity to kind of show up i and i realized that you know um after talking to you know my father and my my relatives that you know this opportunity that i'm waiting for i can make it I can create that opportunity for myself.
1: Great, thank you. How about you, um, Siddharth?
4: Yeah, so I was already teaching a coding class on Spur and Nainika actually called me up and proposed the idea of running a summer camp together with me as the coding instructor. Um, I was already planning on teaching coding during the summer, but I thought the summer camp would be a good way to really reach out to more students and share my passion.
1: And
3: Shweta, how about your story? Uh, well, I was thinking about my summer as well. And I'm not very productive at all. So um, with COVID happening, there's not many summer camps that are online, right? So I could have done tennis, I could read, but then I ran out of ideas on what to do. Then one day I was placed on a call with my cousins with no topic and I had no understanding of what they were talking about until a few meetings later where they were talking about a summer camp and, you know, like teaching your passion as well. So I, I, I really wanted to teach and, um, like just share my passion with, uh, kids and also, you know, like art, um, really works the left side of the brain. Um, rather than what Ninika and they are doing, they're like, using the right side of the brain, more doing more academic stuff. And I just really wanted to help the kids, you know, like feel calm and happy. And yeah, that's how it started. Right. And,
1: um, how, how did you go about bringing the left side and the right side of the brain together? You know, you, did you just get it, all of you get onto a call and said,
2: Hey, this is what we are doing. Or was there a lot of ideation to, um, so, um, Actually, we all had our own businesses in the works uh, when this was happening and um, all of it on Spur itself. So this was so the steam engine is kind of a product of our combined initiatives um, towards making it a wholesome, holistic experience for the child. Got it.
1: So, you know, we talked about your passion and then from the passion, you know, you really ideated and wanted to create something on your own, um, Nanika, I just uh, really appreciate how you said that we did not wait for an opportunity but created an opportunity, right? That's exactly what three of you really did. Um, now, having an idea is one thing um, and, uh, you know, implementing on an idea is a totally different ball game. So um, just would like to know after you came up with the idea, what what did you guys do? Like, what what was the next steps that you took?
3: So,
2: um, Shweta, to... Wanna... Yeah, uh, Shweta?
3: Sorry, could you repeat that again? You got kind of cut off.
1: Yeah, I saw some poor connection here. Sorry about that. Um, so, I was saying, like, you know, you three decided to create an opportunity rather than waiting for one, right? So, which is a great thought to have. Um, but what I was asking was, you know, having an idea is one thing, but implementing an, an idea is a to thing totally different ball game so how did you go about you know taking your idea into the next stage what did you guys what what was the steps that you took
3: so we met uh each like weekend uh to like you know take take out the uh, like like do the steps create lessons plans um make an outline do some designing uh solve problems you know like get customers and we had to do all that within like the time period we got so like it was about like three months so uh yeah we had to create flyers and a lot of stuff to you know just get started so
1: was summer so how did you how did you first of all how did you know that what a summer camp needed so what was the kind of problem that you were trying to solve so I'm really interested to know that right like yeah having you know it's a, it's a it's a concept to start a summer camp, but then what exact problem are you trying to solve through the summer camp?
2: So um, going back to I'm sorry if you hear that in the background that's um, it's my dog, <laughs> but um, just have an um, extra guest. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so um, going back to what I said about you know looking at my brother and realizing that he wouldn't have much to do this summer. Um, Siddharth, Shweta, and I have have all been to many different summer camps, and we're familiar with um, how they they run. And um, I knew that, you know, together we could do it ourselves. So we uh, talked to a lot of family members and friends, and and there was many, many people involved in the process of creating this camp. Um, When it comes to, I'm sorry, when Okay, so when it comes to, um, to marketing and promotions, we created flyers, like how Shweta said, we made an infomercial, and um, a, a lot of our marketing was word, word of mouth, and then we also um, talked to our family members and friends who had younger children and designed a camp that fit their needs, um, which was really, really helpful because we are catering to a younger audience, so we need to, we need to adapt our plan to fit what they need. Right, and
1: how how, how easy or difficult was, you know, um, I know you have seen a lot of physical camps, but so how did you go about designing a virtual camp?
2: So it was difficult, it did take uh, a long time and a lot of, um, you know, trial and error. Uh, but, you know, we, really kept persevering through it and we had a an idea and we um pushed through all of the challenges we had in that area and we uh, were able to find a way to make it work for everyone
4: um also i'd like to mention that we all had gone through our own virtual classes during the school year so Mm -hmm. we were familiar with um zoom and google meets so we had a kind of idea of how classes would run online we just wanted to find a fun way to bring about our classes.
1: Yeah, that's true. You might have been, you know, aware of all the technologies that needed that was needed to run a summer camp. So you know, um, that's great to know that you know you kept persevering and then you you know um, started you know continued working on your ideas. Um, but what I know is in any startup, right, trying to find. Um, a business problems to solve is one huge thing. Once you have that, the next thing is finding the right customers, the right persona of, you know, customers. How do you go about uh, finding your first customer, second customer, you know, now I think you have um, close to 30 fans, right? 30 customers um, with subscription. So how do you go about getting that first customer? Then, you know, the second one, if you could just talk about that.
4: Yeah, so um, like we mentioned before, finding customers were entirely like speaking to people we knew, uh, to friends of friends, to cultural communities, etc. We shared our infomercials and spoke to coordinators of events in our communities and posted flyers all over social media. Um, Although it was hard, we managed to get almost 50 kids in our camp for the first few weeks, which is pretty good. Um, We also, after we found our first like initial set of potential customers we held an open house for them to really see what our camp would be like.
1: So what was your feeling getting that first customer sign up for the camp?
4: It was really rewarding actually Um, seeing our, our first customer come was really like uh, good feeling. Um, Nanica actually had a great story about this. I think <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, to uh, to you know add to that, um, I so my phone was actually connected to the Spur platform, and every time someone would subscribe, um, I would get a text saying, "Oh, you have a new client! Congratulations!" I cannot describe to you how happy that text made me, and it was by an automated robot. But I was just so um, excited and um you know just so um grateful that you know with with the steam engine i was grateful that that a parent would trust us with their child for three hours um even though it was little it, it it's really really rewarding like sadhar said yeah um
1: that that's a great feeling nanika and i think um th- this is a right time to give a shout out to all the um, you know, um, customers that you have today, all the parents who have trusted their kids um, with, with the three of you, right? So uh, a, a great shout out to all, um, all of your customers. Um, going, you know, going through your journey more, um, what were some of the challenges that you feel like something that stands out? Like this was really challenging, but we, you know, um, we solved that. But what what are some of the challenges that come to your mind? Uh, so one
4: of the biggest challenges we had was getting people to sign up for an online summer camp. Uh, A lot of parents were hesitant to sign up for the camp because they were looking for in-person camps as things were starting to open up. And after a whole year of virtual learning, many parents didn't really want their kids on screen for much longer.
1: So how about, how how did you go about solving that? How did you, you know, convince the parents that it's okay? and um, to still sign up for the virtual camp. How did you solve that problem?
4: So we incorporated breaks in between each classes with uh, fun physical activities to do in between, like uh, Just Dance, which is something that the kids in our camp really enjoy. Um, We put on a Just Dance on the screen where they all follow the dancer on the screen and do dances themselves and it's a really fun way for them to get their bodies moving and we also incorporate time for them to get up and walk around their house or get a snack get some water
2: so right so there's that um and then also i remember speaking to a parent um was really hesitant about getting their kid on um a virtual camp and uh you know making them spend more time on the screen just like how they did for the whole year and um you know what i what i realized by you know talking to her was that even you know during this summer break we are still in lockdown and you know if we weren't doing this camp then the child might as well be on the screen watching you know netflix or youtube or whatever it may be and i thought that you know a strength that our our camp kind of offered was that you know rather than spending their screen time doing that you can you can put your kid in our camp and we will enrich their their minds and you know give them a type of stimulation um that they won't get otherwise so that was a big strength that we had that i thought uh helped convince many parents great shweta anything to add there no
3: i think they summed it all up
1: so i'm i'm really really um impressed by the way how you each of you took one, a problem and, you know, how you worked through the problem and solved it, right? Um, so uh, 15 15 customers to start with, each of them had their own problem. And then how about, you know, how you convince them um, that they you'll you'll take care of each of their concerns, so. So yeah, with that, um, I you know I would really, really like to know. Now you know, summer is coming to an end. Um, what is the future for Steam Engine? Where do you, where do you three entrepreneurs plan to take Steam Engine?
2: So uh, the future of Steam Engine is um, definitely there. We are working closely amongst ourselves and with our customers to evolve and improve our products towards their need. Um, so that includes, you know, shifting our curriculum into an after school and weekend, you know, always on format, trying to create resources that can supplement and enhance their current education. Um, some other things are, you know, we can figure out ways to digitize instruction and promote asynchronous learning, which we genuinely believe is the future of education and a much more viable business model. So those are things that are in the works for the Steam Engine. Right. um so I mean,
1: is this still in works, or um have you all three of you started ideating on the next steps
2: in which mm-hmm. which phase of your journey is the future of steam engine right we're we're definitely uh, we've definitely started brainstorming and ideating for it. Um, we haven't released it yet though um, though we are going to be running our own uh individual businesses that we mentioned uh, at the beginning of the, the interview. Um, and those will be running throughout the year as well, so we will continue to um, nurture those as well. Sure. Um, so I think
1: we, um, with that, we are coming to an end, end of our podcast, and we should um, give some time to all our, all your fans and listeners um, for today's evening. But um, before that, I would uh, really like to ask each one of you. Um, what would be the advice you give to your peers, your uh, you know, the teens who are really thinking about entrepreneurship, right? Um, a lot of people I know have ideas, a lot of people want to do things, but what advice would you give to them um,
2: with your experience and your journey? Um, yeah, so one of my biggest pieces of advice uh, for teens that are thinking of entrepreneurship is um, to not be intimidated by the fact that you're young, and don't like restrict yourself by unimportant things. So um, like I mentioned before, when I, when I was starting this, I was looking for jobs online and a lot of them had an age restriction of, you know, 16 plus. And I, and I didn't want to wait that long. Um, But then as I started working, I was kind of getting a little bit nervous about the fact that, you know, I am young. I am kind of dealing with um, real people and real clients. um, And I was, you know, quite down for a bit. And then I realized that, you know, that's not something that should hold hold me back. It's not, um, you know, significant to what um, the steam engine is about and what I'm trying to do. So my advice would be to not be intimidated by that and, and you know, push through. There's there's no age that's really too young. <laughs> great, yeah, great advice, uh, Nanika. Shweta,
1: how about you? What advice would you give?
3: Uh, my advice would be, uh, just find your passion and start now. So when you're finding your passion, you have to step out of your boundaries to try something new. And once you've found it, start doing research, find out how applications that are out there can help you. And for starting, starting now, if you don't start now, you will never know what the impact you could have made or experience you could have experienced. So, yeah. Great. Thanks. Siddharth, how about you?
4: Um, some advice I would give was don't be afraid to take advice from your clients, regardless of if it's positive or negative, and welcome it with open arms and strive for improvement, because that's one thing that really helped me.
2: Right. To add to that, um, even when the advice is negative, like don't let yourself be overcome with emotion. Um, going back to the the text that I got every time I would get a new subscriber, Um, I would also get emails every time someone would unsubscribe and like that really, really hurts your soul. Um, I remember like just staring at the email and being like, ah, you know, I knew it wasn't my fault and I know that they didn't hate me, but, um, I still felt like, you know, it was my doing. Um, so I, I, another thing, yeah. To add to what I said is that even if you're, um, welcoming negative, you know, uh, criticism, or constructive criticism in that way um don't let yourself be overcome with the emotion and don't let that stop you again don't let yourself be restricted by unimportant things great right. anything to add there shweta
1: or siddharth
4: no i think you guys are seeing
1: such power powerful statements right really powerful statements that just comes out from, you know, only an experienced entrepreneur, right? Um, Don't be taken over by emotions. Um, Start now or never and, um, you know, take, feedback from the customer with an open heart so so much needed it's not easy it's absolutely not easy some of these you know many times when when you're in this early stages you get a lot more rejections than you know your you or all the positive text message right Nainika and um it's it's not easy so I'm v- you know very impressed by some of the advices that you have provided um I promised you this is the last question but I have to ask you one more thing this experience, has just changed your outlook towards your future job or future employment?
2: Um, what I can say about this is that um, I think that self-employment is a really, really big part of, of the future of the workforce, I believe. Um, you know, looking back to, you know, if we were born a couple years ago, I think that most people would advise us for your first job you know, get a job at a fast food restaurant for minimum wage, you know? Um, So I think that uh, now that we can create our own businesses, like how we've done with the steam engine, teenagers should be doing that for their first job. I think that it's, it's really, really, um, um, it's a really great experience to have to work for yourself and set your own hours and, you know, whatever else comes with starting your own business. I think that that's, that's, um, (laughs) Very valuable. Right. Great. Shreta, how about you?
3: Has this changed your outlook? Actually, yes, it has. If I didn't start uh, a business, I would not probably be here right now. I would be starting to play video games, you know, still streaming, but I'd be more like less confident. And I think this just really brought me up to where I'm at right now. So, Yeah. mean so that. how about you
1: what after your undergrad has that changed your thought process has this experience changed
4: well yeah it really changed my whole entire perspective of this because before like all my parents would say is you have to go get a good education get a good degree so then your employer will like um, give you the job and now this really changes the whole dynamic because you don't even need those things to start your own company or business just you can do whatever you want really
1: great so shelby i think you know with that we should give opportunity to um, their fans and audience who has been patiently waiting um, to ask some questions
0: yeah if you have any questions please raise your hand and i can bring you to the speaker mode
1: We really encourage you to ask some questions to these Mm -hmm. young teen entrepreneurs. Oh, I got one. Let's bring them onto the stage.
2: Hello, can you hear me?
1: Yes, go ahead.
2: Hi. Just my question to the audience is: uh, Did you guys make good money this summer? Uh, more than you would have made if you took a part-time job at a, at a fast food restaurant? We hit three thousand um, dollars. So we did make good money. Uh, I'm I'm very happy with um, you know what what we've made this this um, summer, and I I do think that um, if we worked at a fast food fast food job we would have made something similar for working uh this many hours every single day but uh i think that this experience of starting the business is also part of the uh benefits so uh, i do believe that this is really really valuable as more than
4: monetarily i would also like to mention that i think this would have been much more enjoyable than um scrubbing down toilets and stuff like that
3: yep i totally agree (laughs) <laughs> That's
0: awesome thank you guys
1: anyone else who would like to come up to the stage Archana Archana Yay. let's bring her onto the stage Yay. Archana Archana is is one Yay. of your fans right followers fans steam engine followers so go ahead Archana
5: <laughs> actually a guilty fan because um, by the time Deeti was saying that you know uh, there are these three teenagers doing some virtual camp like this, I already booked my daughter morning, afternoon, so many programs. In fact, I did book her you know, time starting from April itself. But I was so interested and in kind of finding a window of a week to put her into the camp just to support them so that I don't feel that guilt that I'm not supporting these young entrepreneurs.
2: Thank you so um,
5: much, um, Mira yeah, thank really yeah, great. 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 delight in our class. Sure, yeah, I, I'm, I'm only upset that I couldn't do more because I had all these other ones already booked for her. And another thing I wanted to tell you guys that the way you could grab these kits and with this program for three hours is really amazing uh, because I never opted, Mira, for any virtual program personally because I know that she has a very short attention span. And in even the school last year, mid of pandemic, I sent her to school in person, um, knowing that how she would work with virtual. But I think you guys could manage to keep the kids engaged all three hours. My question to you guys today is, uh, I mean, everybody sharing all the good experiences and everything, right? Can you tell for us what is one thing that went wrong, which you didn't plan for? And how did you overcome that situation? Because as your first, you know, or very beginning phase of entrepreneurship, I'm sure there must be something and it will be really uh, encouraging and building confidence for other teenagers also hearing from you
1: guys. Great question, Archana. Thank you for that.
3: Yeah, actually, I could um, answer that. So one of my challenges actually was to find uh, like find art, like projects for the kids to do that have supplies that are at home because like you wouldn't find a canvas at home unless your your parents were an artist or anything. Right. And I and like a, like maybe like the third or fourth week I decided to do like a painting. Right. And On the spot, I had to improvise because not every child had the canvas or the paints or the paintbrushes. So I, like, thought on the spot. I made everyone just grab a piece of paper, and we started doing sketches instead. So just improvising and thinking on the spot is really good uh, thing to have because, like, Mm -hmm. you can actually, you know – still get them engaged and not you know mm-hmm. make a fault so yeah to yeah add to that's that, a good example um right to
2: add to what Shweta said about like you know thinking on the spot um an issue like one of the unplanned uh, issues or uh, un- like I did not foresee this was um you know teaching science it's like, you know some kids are really skilled at science and some kids You know aren't very scientifically inclined right and in one of my classes i had many like every kid was at a different level and you know if i taught one thing to one kid it would be boring for another kid so i one of my challenges was catering to every every child in that class and making sure that my material was engaging for everyone Uh, especially virtually it's, it's even harder so um for this i my solution was I started, you know, regardless of what the kid's level was, I started at the very bottom and I worked my way up so that every, every level of knowledge in these children was being stimulated. And uh, so, for example, in the, in the second week or first or second week, I, I was telling kids about um, how there are scientists who wish to move the humans onto another planet right? So we started from a very, very basic level, and we worked our way up to talking about the terraforming of Venus. And that that lesson um, kind of engaged everyone in the class. So uh, that's how I, I kind of overcame it, to think on the spot like that. Siddharth, so I'm sure you should have, because you tried to teach coding for
1: five-year-olds, so something should have gone wrong, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. So um, with coding, it is... Difficult for the younger ages if they have, like, if so, some kids can read, some kids couldn't. So a really helpful tool I used was color coding everything because most kids at that age do know colors. That's one thing they do are aware of. So color coding things was a really helpful way to um, show kids w- what, what we can use, what we shouldn't use in this situation, and stuff like that.
5: Wonderful. Thank you, guys. I mean, really, this was the kind of examples I was looking for. Because what I'm trying to do is, once this is out there in your social media, I really want my teenager son and all the nephews and nieces I can think of, listen to you guys and get some inspiration from them. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Thanks, Archana. That was very inspiring. Thank you. Anyone else would like to come out of the stage? Thank you for your
0: questions. No. Uh, I think Deepa, do you have question for us?
3: For
1: okay, I'll bring you to the stage. Deepak is coming to the stage.
6: Hi. Hi. Yeah. So my son is enjoying your program, and I'm very impressed. That, you know, I was listening to the whole conversation and I'm really impressed I, I have been seeing them as kids and now you know the way they talked everything was so wonderful so congratulations to all the three of you and i uh, um, my son, as a matter of fact, initially he was like a bit hesitant in the sense that he, how would I sit for three hours? But uh, he is like uh, very much interested in the program that he wanted me to register for the next week. Like that, he was asking me, Would you please register me? So I was really happy about that. So my question is like uh, now uh, it's for uh, till 12 years, right? The, so are you planning to. Uh, uh, to make it for the teenagers as well, like uh, the coding. He's enjoying the coding the most. Like uh, So I was just uh, wondering if you have any plans of expansion in that
4: area, like uh, 12 plus. Um, yeah, for sure. I would love to teach older kids. Um, it's I only had the 5 to 12 age group um, as now because I thought – I didn't want to I didn't as myself only being I'm only turning 15 this year. I didn't want yeah. to seem like um I didn't want to teach kids that are only 2 years younger than me not knowing if I would have that um like teacher
2: dynamic, right?
4: Teacher dynamic with them. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um if the that age group seems interested, I would love to teach them.
6: Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you Siddharth. No problem. Thanks, Deepa. Thanks for the supporting votes. Thank you.
1: And we have another person for questions. Great. Who is stepping onto the stage? Maya. Hi. hi. hi
7: Maya. Um, hi. I really think it's commentable how, uh, you know, you guys... Um, you know, in spite of being young, you took up that initiative to teach the young kids, even though it must have uh, uh, felt a little overwhelming in the beginning. Um, my question is, what did you learn from this experience, from the kids? You taught youngsters, and uh, what did they teach you? Did you take anything from them, like, you know, learn anything?
1: Great question, Maya. What did they learn from their customers, right?
2: Yes. I, Great question. I, uh, for me, um, it was really I learned so much about how children learn. You know, I, I mean, because I also was a child at one point, and um, I, I, I just I, I forgot how I learned and how how you know I absorbed information at that age. And you know, um, going to school now and attending a science class is you know the teacher will talk for an hour straight and then give us some worksheets and that's it right and that's that's the system that I have memorized in my head but working with working with children you know I think our youngest kid is four years old in our camp and and trying to teach him uh, about evaporation for example was was a really like eye-opening experience for me because um, I can't just tell him okay evaporation is when you know, liquid water turns into water vapor. I can't just say that. I so we did we did an activity where we washed our hands and we tried to blow them dry and see how long it would take. So uh, from the kids, I learned. You know, I was I was taken back to um, thinking about how children grasp and absorb information. It's really fascinating. Shweta, how about you? What did
1: you
7: learn? Yeah.
3: So. Uh... I was about to say the same thing as Nenu, but also now I know how it feels to be a teacher.
4: <laughs> oh, love that.
1: <laughs> how about you, Siddharth?
4: Um, for me, it really showed me how every kid has a really different personality. Um, some kids really like, might really like coding. Some kids might really like art. Some kids are really loud and energetic. Some kids might be a bit more reserved. So it really showed me how all kinds of kids are different, but their interests could be, they could have similar interests, even though they're so different.
7: Thank you so much. Go ahead, Maya. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it's really interesting listening to um, uh, your experiences because um, it seems like, you know, you... uh, you are successful because you put yourself in your client's shoes you know how it feels to be a client first right like so it's uh really nice to know that you thought from their perspective and when, when you design your classes so that you know it's very important for kids uh, for small age that um, you know you have to capture their interests and keep them engaged for such a long time so maybe your experience being in their shoes helped you. And that is what uh, I think it's all about, uh, have a successful business. So I uh, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank,
3: Thank you. you. Thanks.
1: Yeah, essentially they had two customers, right? They had kids and they had parents, and um, uh, in, I know, including me. Um, I, am, I am one of the fans of Steam Engine, um, have said that um, I, I'm a full-time working mom one thing i need from the campus they should not be bothering us so that was a big um, undertaking by the team right that was a big pain point they had to solve a- along with that all the pain point that uh, you know their real customer which are the kids um, had to solve so yeah lot of lot of challenges anybody else any other questions So, Shelby I think um yeah seems like it's you know I'm I, I can still keep talking you know I can have ton more questions probably I should take that offline um and with that I think it's time to wind up I'll back to you Shelby yeah if we
0: don't have any questions I'll wrap it up um I think the whole conversation is really inspiring and amazing like how um such in such a young age you have like that courage to start a business and you have that strong passion to like teach more kids. Um, I found that really impressive. Definitely what you guys are learning it's going to go beyond and further than people who are doing a part-time job right now for summertime. So thank you Nike Nainika, Sadars and Sweta for sharing your passion and story and how you start uh the Steam engine. I really appreciate you come here today for the talk. If you're interested to learn more about the Steam Engine, please check out their page at Spur. Um, it's n-u-s-p-u-r.com slash the Steam Engine. If you want to learn more about Spur, how we support creators and more story of different creators, um, check out our, our Instagram, Facebook, right. and, our, and our, on all our social media platforms. Um, that comes to the end of today's conversation. Um, thanks, everyone, to join here today. And thanks for all the speakers and all the questions. Have a good night. So yeah. Yeah, thank you. Good thank, night, you.
1: thank you. Thank
0: you.
4: Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Good night.